with you all day long. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Once again, Kissin' Love Court is uh, an opportunity for you to be the judge and jury when it comes to uh, helping others out that mm-hmm. uh, have reached out to us. For example, Jack. Well, Brad texts in and says, Hey, Chris, Jack, and Matt. I fell in love with my best friend of four years. Over that time, we have grown very close. I started seeing how much I actually care for her. And I think I want to be more than just friends. It's been in the past six months or so that I've noticed a major shift. And I think I may have straight up fallen in love with her. I've never felt anything like this before for a friend. So it's throwing me for a major loop. I want her in my life more than anything. And I don't want to damage our relationship. But I don't know if I can just sit on my feelings forever. Do I tell her or do I save the friendship and not tell? Ooh. Hmm. Ooh, great googly moogly. Do you think? Yeah. Boy, if, if, I don't know. Like, at what point do you, do you think that if she's not showing those same kind of feelings, she probably doesn't have the same kind of feelings. Like, maybe she feels the same way. He just, nobody's acting on it. Yeah. Yeah. I say you got to tell. Brad, you got to, because it's going to come out if you have too many beers anyways. <laughs> I'm kind of in the camp, the Jack camp a little bit. Yeah. Like you have what we like to call in the business, one-itis. You think there's only one person for you. I can tell you out there, yeah. there's plenty of people for everybody. Right. And getting hung up on one person is a bad thing. So the problem is you're going to ruin the friendship. Yeah. As soon as you tell her the friendship's over for good or worse. I don't know. Maybe not. It's super Aki's. Yeah. Super Rockies after, and you're like, well, I think I'm in love with you. That's nice. <laughs> Let's Thanks. just be friends. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Can we go back to watching the movie now? And the guy's just sitting there, like, crumpled in on himself. <laughs> like, you have to expect it to change. You have to tell her, I think our relationship has to change. Yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe you've talked me into it now. So you're saying just be honest. Yes, yeah, but, you got to. You have to decide what do you value more, the friendship or being in love with her? Because if you tell her that friendship is certainly not going to be at the same pedestal. Hmm. One of the first texts in, OMG, all in caps, tell her. Okay. You got to right. tell her. Yeah, at first I, you know, it's funny because I, yeah, I think you guys have talked me into this one. I think I'm I'm going to tell her, the teller. Um, but at first you, you were thinking, well, no I way. thought, you know what, maybe just kind of wait and, and let her make the first move if there's going to be a move to be made. I don't know why. Does that happen to you a lot, Chris, where women are throwing themselves at you? <laughs> <laughs> just let them make the first move. You know, it happens to me all the time. You know, I'm out. They're always asking me for on dates. <laughs> it's never happened in my life. Yeah, same. All right. You're going to have to tell her. <laughs> Help Bradley out. 780-421-1039. It's Kissing Love Court this morning. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Yes, and Bradley has a dilemma. He is in love with his best friend. He says in the last six months or so, he's realized, you know what? kind of like this girl a lot, more than a friend. What should he do? This exact situation happened to my sister and her best friend, says this texter. She didn't think that she had those feelings till she saw her best friend with another woman and jealousy took over. So they decided to give it a go, and they are now both so happy and nothing better than dating your best friend that comes from Meg. That's all well and good, and it could end up being like a Disney fairy tale, but sometimes life isn't a Disney fairy tale. You have to know if you tell her there's a good chance that friendship may be broken. Well, here's a way to find out. This text says, just walk out naked and see what she does. If she screams, <laughs> you're in the friend zone. If not, well, we know what goes next. The classic naked man move. Yes. I get it. Yes. She screams. Here I okay. am. Risa, what do you think? I can say that 
I've been married now for 15 years. And my husband and I started out as friends. And when I was separated from my first husband, we would go out as friends to hockey games and football games and things like that. And then one day he said to me, he says, I'd like to take you to the hockey game, but I want it to be a date. Are you okay with that? Interesting. And because we had, because we had had all this time, you know, a couple of years of just being friends, going out and doing things together, it was just fine. And like I said, we've been married for 15 years. So. Okay. Wow. It sounds like your you husband's know? a bit of a coward. Yeah. Yeah, he is a bit of a chicken, but. <laughs> <laughs> That's what makes him charming. You know, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to spend hundreds of dollars yeah. and make her or think well, we're not dating, and then I'll finally do it. <laughs> well, no, what it was is we both had extra tickets, and sometimes we would take other people. Okay. Okay. And so if his brother or his dad wasn't available, then it was like, do you have your kids this weekend? No. Would you like to go with me? Okay. So, that's that's how that went. All right. So you're you tell Brad to just uh, be honest and uh, and say you know tell her all about his feelings, huh? Yeah. Just just say hey, you know what? I, I'd like to. You know, we go out whether they go out as a group or as as friends or whatever. Just say you know what? I'd like to take this to a, being a date. Are you okay with that? Yeah. Okay. All right. No, that's great. Which... Don't drop the L bomb right away. No, no, no. Don't drop the right. L bomb. You know, I've been it. on a lot of dates. Uh, I kind of love you. Want to go on a date? <laughs> <laughs> Surprise. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Kissin' Love Court on this Thursday morning, uh, talking about Brad and his issue. Well, he's in love with now his friend. He doesn't mm-hmm. know how to uh, to to make Make the next step. He's scared to ruin their relationship if she doesn't feel the same way and uh, looking for your advice. This text says this one is super tough, but at the same time, if you don't take a chance when it comes to matters of the heart, you'll never know. And you will always yearn for that love that you seek. Take the chance. Is that like uh, in some sort of love book? It sounds like it. This person says, tell her what if she's the one you can always make new friends. (laughs) It's hard to make friends as an adult. (laughs) Maybe it's worth it. Maybe it's Maybelline. Yeah. It's hard. You're you're gonna change your relationship, and like usually, <clears throat> you correct me if I'm wrong. You get some vibes. Love court. Yeah, Brad texts in and says he's in love with his best friend, but he doesn't know if he should tell her or not. This text from Buck says, I have been through this. I dated my best friend two times a year in between. It was awkward for about a week after the breakups. But our friendship is very strong still, so I say go for it. The worst that happens is a bit of awkwardness, and I'm sure a friendship will survive just like mine did. Always trust a man named Buck. Yes, I was thinking the same thing. Yeah, and dated twice a year in between. This guy's an expert. Uh (laughs) This text says, my boyfriend and I are high school sweethearts. We started as friends in grade 12. He asked me to go to prom and as friends, and the rest is history. This year, we've been together for nine years. I say go for it. You never know unless you try. Okay. Uh, I did hear somebody say that try to get one of her friends to find out how she feels. Do a gen- junior high style. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. Honestly, that might be the best policy. Then Through you get the friends. Yeah, get the vibe. Maybe write her a note and leave it in her locker. Check do you want to yes no? go? <laughs> yes, no, maybe, Jack. Leave oh, the maybe on that's there. right. Uh, Bailey, what, what do you think that uh, Brad should do? Uh, I definitely think that Brad should tell her because I met my significant other about six years ago and for the first year, we were just 
friends and we were both kind of seeing other people and I kind of knew all along that he had had feelings for me but I don't know it it took a long time for me and then eventually after a year I finally told him how I felt and here we are six years later so I definitely think he should do it because he shouldn't waste any more time. This is the thing, fellas. Some of us are uh, fast burners. Some of us are slow burners. We're like a poison. We infect women. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I definitely. Guess. But I... what if she's the one, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah, and you, you kind of knew all along that he had feelings, and you were just kind of, okay. I, I... Yes, exactly. I, it took me a little bit longer, but it was better late than never. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. And Brad text in with a dilemma. He says he's in love with his best friend, doesn't know if he should just keep a lid on it or if he should tell her. This text says Brad should tell his friend to tune into Kissing Country right now. They both probably already listened to the morning show anyways, so maybe she'd catch a hint. Sneaky, yeah. I'd hope she'd catch a hint. What about this one? I waited two years to tell my best friend that I had feelings for him. I finally told him, and we will be married this May for 15 years. Good on you guys. I will say at one point in my life, any woman that showed me any kind of uh, kindness, I instantly fell in love with them. Instantly. So be careful. That's why I'm mean to you. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Don't worry, Jack. You can be nice to me. I'm not falling in love with you. (laughs) All right. What about you, Krista? I think you should tell her. Okay. Because? Because I've known my husband since grade eight. And probably about a year after high school, he started saying he wanted to be my boyfriend. I'm like, you know, we're best friends. Like, that's weird. And then one night, we and he did that for about a whole year. And then one night, we were at the bar. And he was with some other girl, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, why am I jealous? And <gasps> that night I said, Kate, let's do it. And we've been together almost 15 years now. Whoa. All it took was another girl. Exactly. Uh, fellas, hire yourself an escort to make the other woman jealous. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Whatever yeah. works. Yeah. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Cue to call, but today is a very special day. No one else on earth could ever hurt me. He's trying to find a country song with the word earth in it. Yeah, you picked this song for Earth Day? No one else on earth. I guess. What, what else? About, it's a love song. What about Joe Diffie, Third Rock from the Sun? That doesn't say earth, but you're right. <laughs> it must have earth in it or it doesn't count. I guess. <laughs> Let's uh, not get us, uh, whatever. Let's move on. Caught up on sc- schematics but let's talk about the most beautiful place on earth as we celebrate earth day that you have ever been jack i would have to say it was a very long plane ride but it was worth it to see the sunset over the serengeti in africa you literally lived toto's africa i did that is true i lived that life and it was amazing i was so amazing i went there twice there you were there where you were at Pride Rock, Bob lifting you up in the air. Glorious. Pride the, Rock does exist. I've I think seen it would it. be the other way around, Jack with the Probably. Bob. But anyway, yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And but it was beautiful. And Giraffes. Was, I mean, we had to stop for a herd of elephants. Yeah. Traffic jam. Traffic jam. Well, here we just hit porcupines. Yeah. Yeah. It was glorious. Okay. Good old earth. All right. What about you, Matt? Uh, my honeymoon, I went to a place where a lot of people don't get a chance to go. We mm. went to Bora Bora, Tahiti. Went to Moriea, Reatea, the Big Island. Are you just making up names? That no, those are the islands in the French Polynesian uh, Society Islands. And it was 
the most amazing trip I've ever been on. You can't imagine how clear the water is. You see the huts where people stay in over the water. But how was the Tahiti treat? <laughs> good. <laughs> so good, right? <laughs> it was incredible. And a once-in-a-lifetime trip, the beauty and the majesty of the, the French Polynesian Islands was incredible. Okay. Well, I haven't traveled to fancy places like that, but I can tell you the most beautiful place on the earth has a castle. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Uh, it's got to be somewhere in Europe, right? Yeah. yeah. Ireland? It's got a haunted house. Ireland. Uh-oh. <laughs> it's, this is for sure the UK. It's got a roller coaster. Uh. <laughs> Churros. It's Churros, dole whips. <laughs> the, the biggest turkey legs you'll ever see. <laughs> you could literally go a block away and Medieval Days is there. Oh, my gosh. And there's just a, and Minnie and Mickey are there, too. Okay, you know where my place is. The oh. Orlando. No, 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 no? If I, no, 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 it's, it's Anaheim. It's, it's the original. It's the OG. It's Disneyland. Yeah. Yeah. It's def, that's definitely the most beautiful place on earth. I like our first text. I agree with Chris. Disney world is the most beautiful place on earth. You people need to get out more. <laughs> it's a wonderful place. You know, like the most beautiful place on earth is when a hundred thousand people cram into a tiny little space and wait in line for hours. I mean, they do call it the happiest place on earth. So yeah. it makes sense. It's yeah. happiest. Sure. I, I'll get that. Yeah, but maybe not the most beautiful. Is that what you're saying? Hey, it's very subjective. It could be the most beautiful place for you, Chris. Yes. Have you been on the safari cruise? It is pretty beautiful. Okay, Prince Edward Island comes a texter. Uh, Prince, I've, I've, you know, I dream of going to the East Coast. It's just, it's so frustrating that it's so expensive to fly there. As someone who's been yeah. to PEI and seen the ocean and and the potato fields, yeah, it was amazing. Yeah, beautiful. Been to Halifax. <laughs> yeah, I thought you were going wonderful. somewhere else with that. The coolest place <laughs> I've been besides Disneyland or Disney World is definitely Niagara Falls. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Chris like, only goes to the most touristy places. Well, wrap your brain around. When that water, you just sure. go, that water constantly is running over those falls. It's just like, it's it's mind-boggling. Did, but, you, did you go on the Woman in the Mist or whatever it's Made called? Made in the Mist. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> <laughs> we spent 45 minutes there. It wasn't that, yeah, but but we didn't have a lot of time because it was the Canadian Country Music Awards. So, but anyway, I would say that Niagara Falls right up there. Anyway, sure. yeah, what about you? We'd love to hear from you, 780-421-1039. Uh, keep those Disney texts coming because it drives Matt crazy. Yeah, it does. <laughs> this is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. All right, Crystal Cowan, you are caller number 10. That's awesome. All right, do you know how the cash cow works? Yep. Okay, you know you got to say stop before she kicks the bucket because if she kicks the bucket, what happens? You lose. You win nothing. Let's not make that happen, okay? Okay. All right, here we go. Three fourteen. Yeah. Okay, three hundred fourteen dollars, Crystal Cowan. She did it. Awesome. Okay, now we have to find out how much you could have won. All right. 
Okay. She's like, if we have to. Yeah. Okay. So you could have won over 500, but you won over 300. And the good news is you didn't, uh, you know, not win 10,000 or something crazy like that, right? Okay. That's perfect. (laughs) All right, Crystal. Uh, Congratulations. Enjoy your moolah. Thank you. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Things, everything happens in Balzac, Jack. It's, it's the place to be, really. I mean, I pulled over there last weekend not to have a baby, but I did have a puking baby. <laughs> the baby. Anyway, the story of the baby that uh, was delivered at the fire station. And uh, we have got uh, uh, a crazy story that we could share right now. You see that, Jack? Yes. Chantel texts in and says, I gave birth in the back of my mom's Dodge Spirit. I had called her for a ride because she was about 20 blocks from me and my van had been stolen a few days prior. Well, the ambulance got stuck behind a train. Yep, two fire trucks showed up first. From my water breaking to delivering the baby, it was a total of 26 minutes. The firefighters were literally reading it out of a book. She was my (laughs) third child, so I knew more than they did. Two fire trucks combined. But I was still happy. Did I mention that I uh, showed everybody everything I owned at the apartment building that we managed at the time? Oh, boy. Pick a way to face. There's the road. There's the apartment. What do we do? Imagine having a dart in the balcony. <laughs> you would, you'd never forget. Is that a woman? Is that a baby? <laughs> 26 minutes. That's fast. Yeah. Yeah. I mean... Yeah. All right. Well, and you know, and those fire, those firefighters' defense, it's like you just don't expect these things to happen. But I guess you always got to be ready for it. I, do they have a day of training for that? I don't know. Well, I mean, they, uh, every every um, truck has a paramedic on it. I'm pretty sure. Mm. So that person will have some experience with pregnant people. Yeah. But like, it's it's like okay, you deliver deliver one baby in ten years. It's not like you're a pro. No. Exactly. No. And it doesn't I, just all come back to you. Well, oh, I remember this. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, I guarantee you, you don't forget much of it. No. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. <laughs> Jack, you see that text about my mom had six kids? Uh, yes. Okay. Hey, guys. My mom had six kids. Three were born in the delivery room, normal way. When And when I was born in the back seat of a cop car, breach with a rookie cop. Another one born in the hallway of a hospital and another one born in the elevator of the hospital. Just didn't make it to the delivery room. Yeah, it's a slip and slide at that point. (laughs) This today on ABC's The Rookie. He gives birth to a baby in the back seat. I like this text that says, I have been trained in first aid for nearly two decades and best of luck to anyone that thinks I can help them with more than an aggressive paper cut. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I all the training. I think that that whole childbirth thing again, witnessing it a couple of times. If the baby's coming that fast, you basically just got to hold on for the ride and catch him when he comes out. Yeah. Sounds like that's what this captain did yeah. in Rocky View. <laughs> captain Teal. Yeah. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. The story from uh, Rocky View, uh, I guess, county, right? Yes. In southern uh, Alberta. 
Right in Balzac, a lady had a baby at a fire hall. They were traveling from their home, which was about an hour away to Calgary, but realized they weren't going to make it. Went to the fire hall, had a baby right away. Yeah. So we're all of a sudden, the, you know, we just mentioned that and all of a sudden the texts are rolling in. Yeah. Like this one. I was an oil field worker that had recently gotten EMT training uh, certification and I was working out of Fort Mac during the time of the fire. Well, one of the first nights of the evacuations when all the roads were gridlocked outside of our camp, there was a woman who went into labor and it was me and a nurse, the only two people in the camp that had the training or were sober enough to deliver the baby. <laughs> Thankfully, the paramedics arrived halfway through, but that is an experience I will never forget. Yeah. Okay, we're going 120 down the highway to avoid the fire. I'll put a cold compress on your head. Just ignore the bumps and the flames. Time to deliver a baby. Can yes. you imagine? I no. can't. No. Not I at think all. I might panic. Yeah. <laughs> I just can't imagine doing this all without pain meds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's all that goes through Mr. my head. Mr. EMT, can you give me an epidural? Oh, yeah. I thought you were talking about the EMT needing the pain meds. Well, I that think, too. <laughs> I think I would probably need to be on something. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. There's Dean Brody and... Mickey Guyton and boys kissing in the morning with Chris Jack and Matt. It's 832. Thank you for joining us this morning. Uh, I see the premier of our province, uh, Jason Kenney, is getting the AstraZeneca vaccine today, the vaccination. Mm -hmm. uh, he's 52, by the way. He doesn't look 52, I don't think. Anyway. but uh, I think he does. You do think he looks 52? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, he looks his age. Because <laughs> I, I was Googling it when I found out he had was getting the AstraZeneca. I went, I wonder how old he is. But anyway. How old did you think? Did you think he was younger or 45. Older? I thought 45 Oh, okay. Yeah. But he's been in the politics game for quite some time. Yeah, so. that's true. But uh, anyway, uh, by the way, I still, nothing, no, uh, I'm not calling Sore symptoms. arm even? Nothing, no. I got the AstraZeneca a couple of days ago. And I just kind of keep waiting for my arm to be sore or something, but uh, nothing. So uh, that's, that's great. That's good. Think news. you're out the woods, bud. Yeah. And speaking of premiers, um, uh, Doug Ford from Ontario. Everybody's under the spotlight right now, and uh, uh, because he was under the spotlight, something uh, uh, came to light yesterday. What was that, Matt? Um, so he's been uh, forced to isolate in his uh, late mother's house after an aide of his tested for COVID nineteen. So keep the politics out of this. But yeah. I guess. They had to scramble to get him a personal laptop and teach him how to use it. Yeah. Not big on technology. No. He does know how to use a laptop. But what he does know how to use is his 2014 BlackBerry Classic, a BB10 for calls, texts, and emails. This thing he absolutely loves. I guess it's hard to get like uh, certain things to download on it. Sure. Uh, but he loves it so much that he bought a stack of refurbished ones. <laughs> Uh, for about 150 bucks each, so he'll always have this phone till the end of time. He'll have the backup. He'll have a back. And he backup. must really love it. Yeah. And I mean, hey, man, whatever. You like what you like, yeah. but, you know, if you're an elected official, probably <laughs> want to make it easy to get a hold of you. If you can't download the PDF of the COVID stuff, <laughs> oh, time right. for an upgrade. That what might about, be on purpose. What about DocuSign? He probably can't get that either, right. I'm guessing. Maybe he can. I doubt it. I doubt it. I remember having a BlackBerry. Did you guys? Everybody have a had a BlackBerry. Did you? No. I didn't. No. My you know dad what? had a BlackBerry. I think my dad still has a BlackBerry. Really? He loves it. Yeah. Remember when the BlackBerry guy was going to buy a hockey team? Yeah. yeah that was a was. great idea not selling it to him. <laughs> <laughs> so the question is, people who don't have a smartphone, why? Yeah. You rocking the Nokia? How, why have you not upgraded to a smartphone? I understand that like you think they're a bad thing. 
but they're literally a great thing. Yeah. I mean, expense could be one obvious. Of course, thing, right? yes. If you can't just, afford it, you can't afford it. They just keep getting more and more expensive. But and if the you, plans. But if you could afford it and you don't have one, why do you not have one? Why? What, what's what's your reasoning uh, behind it? 780-421-1039. Call us on your Nokia. Or, <laughs> or yeah, do you still have a flip Those phone? Those things never die. No. True. No. All you got to do is plug it in and it's good for about four days. Too. Yes. Yeah, you can drop them in the toilet. doesn't matter, right? <laughs> They can they can take a tumble. I think sure. we convinced ourselves to get them. <laughs> I think we're all getting them. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. There's Little Miss. I was part of three performances, and I nailed them all at the Academy yeah. Country Music Awards. Miranda Lambert and Settling Down. Kissing in the Morning with Chris, Jack, and Matt. It's 846. If you're just tuning into the show, welcome. Thank you so much. Uh, we uh, had Crystal Cohen, uh, who was, a, 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 I'd say, a, a big winner man. Yeah. If, you know, if, a guy was minding his own business and just won 300 and some dollars uh, by listening to your favorite radio station on a on a Thursday morning. I think that would be a pretty decent morning for you, right? Not bad. Yeah. And a, another chance to play with the Kiss and Cash Cow coming up at noon today with Andrea Taylor. Uh, make sure you lock your phone, our phone number in at 780-421-1039. Now, the question is, what kind of phone do you use? Uh, the premier of uh, Ontario, we found out, uh, doesn't really know how to use a laptop and uh, doesn't, uh, well, he's got a black to- uh, Blackberry fetish, so to speak. <laughs> well, he's not giving it up. In fact, he's bought backups just in case his current one breaks down. Yeah, exactly. So we're asking, are you somebody like that that doesn't have a smartphone? If so, why? This text says, I had a 2012 Samsung Rugby. It was awesome. You could bounce it off the highway at 110 kilometers an hour. Don't ask how I know, but it got to the <laughs> point where it wouldn't update anymore. And you just have to give it a hero's rest, really. Yeah, at that point. A Put it in the junk closet. A moment ago, we were talking about the Nokia's and how you could throw them in the toilet and they'd still survive. This person says, yeah, they could also survive a nuclear blast. If you don't have a hammer, use the Nokia. Need to fight off bears or bandits? Use a Motorola Razor. They also say, by the way, those Blackberries of Doug Ford's, they can't be hacked. Okay. There'll be no videos of him smoking crack anytime soon. Maybe there was a, re- a rumor about the uh, about the president using a, uh, a Blackberry because it couldn't be hacked. I don't know. Trump. Yeah, I don't know which president it was, but... I think there was something about Trump, and he had, like, multiple phones and stuff. And Blackberries, maybe, yeah. Anyway, thank you for the text. Hey, thanks for listening to the Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. If people want to find out more about Jack, where do they got to go? You can go at kissin underscore Jack, J-A-C-K, on Twitter. What about you, Matt? I'm Matt D. Builder on Twitter. All right, because you're building all the time. That's right. How about you, Chris? <laughs> well, I'm at Chris Sheets. Everybody spells my name wrong. S-C-H-E-E-T-Z. And don't forget about this podcast. Yes, you can rate, review, and subscribe so you never miss a moment of all the fun we have. If you enjoyed it, tell a friend. Thank you very much. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 5 on Kissin' Country 103.9.